One of my favorite scriptures is Ephesians 2. It's when God started talking to me, speaking to my heart. And it's been always in my heart. And I like to share. When pastor asked me about to preach, I don't, I didn't, I don't see this as a preaching. I see it as a, my testimony. And I want us to get encouraged as the new year comes. And I want us to look back and get encouraged from our past, from what we used to be, from what we are now, and aim at the end. The most important thing, the end. The past doesn't matter no more. It's just a lesson we learn. It's something that we live, but now God gave us life. We live different. I like to quote, uh, like I said, we're going to be reading from Ephesians 2. I like to quote uh, Charles H. Spurgeon in his book, Grace, God's Unmerited Favor. And I quote, say, Ask any saved man to look back upon his own conversion and explain how it came about. You turn to Christ and believe on his name. These were your own acts and deeds, but what caused you to turn that way? What sacred force was in that in that turned you from sin to righteousness? Do you attribute this singular renewal to the existence of something better? Something better in you that have been yet discovered in you in your unconverted neighbor? No, you confess that you might have been what he is now. If it if it had not been that there was a potion, something that touched the spring of your will. Enlighten your your understanding and guide you to the foot of the cross. Gratefully, we confess the fact. It must be so. Salvation by grace through faith is not ourselves. None of us will dream of taking any honor to ourselves from our own conversion or from any gracious effect that has flowed from the first divine cause. Ephesians 2, like I say, is testimony of my life. I'm going to read from it. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of the world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air. The spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient, all of, all of us also live among them, at one time, gratifying the craving of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature the servants of wrath. I'm going to read this from a King James Version. I love the way it says What happened after conversion? 
Verse 4, I'm sorry. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were, we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. But grace ye are saved. <coughs> Excuse me. Looking back, I'm sorry. Looking back on what has God has given us, gave me, I'm pretty sure we all can relate to the same when we were before salvation. And thinking and what he has gave me through salvation. He gave me life. He gave me his life. Not a a life to live like I used to. Like the song, Amazing Grace. We're not in bondage no more. I'm not in bondage to, to condemnation. I'm free for sin. It's a work in progress. Like I heard some somewhere. But his riches are his mercy is so good. Romans four eight reads But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. God came himself and reached for us. He's reaching for us all the time. And when we make the decision to follow Christ, what happened after that? What happened after conversion? For me, this is what happened. He gave me love. He gave me a love that I don't understand. And it's different. I saw how, after conversion, I saw how I was, how messed up I was. But I. I was without Jesus. I was selfish. Still struggle with that. I learned to pray selfish prayers. God help me. God help me. That's my prayer every day. Help me. Because I don't want this sinful nature. But I also felt God's peace. I felt safe. Even though for the first time that I saw how messed up I was, I knew that it was going to be okay. At the end, it was going to be okay. It's going to be worth it. It might be painful sometimes. It might be struggle. But it's going to be worth it. 
I didn't feel no more condemnation. I was guilty of a lot of stuff. Yeah. Not no more. God paid it all. God paid the price. Jesus. He rescued me from death. And he began to work in my heart. He began to work on a lot of areas. Especially forgiveness. <coughs> I used to be angry to my stepfather. When uh, growing up, as a kid, My father, my stepfather, he, uh, he was an alcoholic. And uh, he, he didn't abuse my mom uh, physically, but he abused her in words, mentally. And I didn't know how much that affected me. Like I say, I, I didn't love him. I had a lot of anger in me. My mom, she had to, uh, she had to work for, to be a provider. But God started working my heart. I forgave him. I had to forgive myself too. He passed away. But I don't have that anger no more. I love him. I wish he was alive to make, st- make things straight, right. God gives us his love. Start giving me compassion for people that struggle with alcohol. Because I know it's an addiction and they're lost too. They're they're bond they're bondage to that. What happens after we made the decision to follow Christ? What happens after conversion? God gives us a change of heart. Ezekiel 3626. I'm just going to quote the first part. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. That's a promise. And it's a promise that I'm holding to. 
to, to me, this means that he will give me his heart. How is Jesus? He's awesome. He will give me a servant's heart. A heart full of compassion. His spirit in me. It's a process. I got saved here. Praise the Lord. I'm not lost no more. It's been, it's been a journey. When I first got saved, it's when the race began. Start walking, but we were on the same race. Hebrews 12 talks about the race. We're all on this together with the same purpose. Turn our life to encourage each other, to help others. Loving others. This church has shown me so much love. Show me Jesus. Everybody. Brotherly love. God's heart. He teaches, he's teaching me. To trust him in every way. Be obedient. I want to be obedient to him. Not for fear that something bad is going to happen to me, but because I love him, love God. Growing up, a lot of times we Talking about my testimony. They told me, don't do this, don't do that, do this, do that. Or God is going to punish you. And I developed a fear, but not a, not a godly fear. <coughs> Afraid of him. He's not like that. His love. <coughs> I begin to trust him more and more. I know I'm not there yet. But one step at a time, being here tonight. It's a step of faith. 
even though it's not easy. But I want to be obedient. I want to give him all, all of me. He gave us all of him. I want to give him all of me. It's painful. It's worth it. I heard my wife got a couple times when you're a Comfortable, God is uncomfortable. She, she's the reader. Verse 4, but God, but God, he saved me. Saved me from eternal death. From being away from him. He forgave me of all the wrongs that I did. They still do. It's all under the blood. But God, for his love, he gave me the promise of eternal life with Jesus Christ. I'm looking forward, not that I want to go now, but I have that joy that I know it's okay. It's going to be okay. This world, this might tell us a lot of things that is too late. Even it tells us that it's okay if we do that. When God says not, it might label us. It might say that we're past it. Point of no return. This is Ephesians 2 1 to 3 says. But God says it's different. God says you're worth it, you're lovable. I can use you. No. You're good because I made you good. Not because we deserve it. Not because we earn it. We cannot pay for it. But because He's good. He made us righteous with him.
God says we are somebody in Christ. That even in our sins, He still loves us. And it's not too late. It's not too late to live for Him. That's my prayer today. God, use me. I want to be obedient. And like I said, this is looking back where I was. I get encouraged at the present. But I get more encouraged at the future. What's waiting for us? What happened after conversion? What happens when we made the decision to follow Christ? God began to grow that seed that he put in us, that seed of faith. He begins to grow it. The hard part for me, it was make that decision. Say, yes, Jesus, thank you. Yes, God. I will follow you, God. Thank you for Jesus, Lord. Thank you for the cross. Thank you, God, for your song. It was hard for me because of sinful nature. And not that uh, not that uh, I wasn't bondage to it. Sorry, I was. But because of his love, he, since the beginning, he's, he was calling me. I knew I was doing wrong a lot, most of the time. But it, I didn't know God. But uh, I wasn't convicted. When God started talking, which he don't never stop, so he was talking to us. When he started talking and putting people in my life, tell me about him. (sighs) 
That's when my heart got pierced. But Ephesians 2. He, he showed me how I was living. But he also showed me his promises. And I stand by his promise. I believe him. I want to look back together and get encouraged from there. When the future is waiting on us. For his grace that he provide the perfect sacrifice. The priest, the offering and the sacrifice at the same time. Back in the Old Testament, the priest was in charge of the offering offering sacrifices and part of the tabernacle it was a table for the bread it was just to show it but now we can eat of that bread because Jesus sacrificed himself That's my testimony. <laughs> Ask anybody. To I still haven't made that decision. To believe. In God, in Jesus. That's my prayer for today. It's never too late until we until we quit breathing. We don't know about tomorrow, but we know about today. And I'm so thankful for people in my life, godly people, wonderful wife. I'm thankful for Jesus. If 
plasma testimony. Thank you.